You're listening to the podcast from Emmanuel Community Church. For more information, go to emmanuelcc.co.uk. What are some of the things that we won't do for love? Now this year, my family and I are going to my sister's. She's kindly said that she will host us with my mum and dad. The only problem is my sister is a vegan. I won't do a vegan Christmas. I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. I've told my kids that I, I won't get up before 7 a.m. on Christmas morning. I won't do that. Now, given I've got three children and two of them are teenagers, that's only one child I won't do that for. And also, if my wife expects me to watch Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth again, I won't do that for love. Now, of course, when Meatloaf is singing, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. He's talking about he would not cheat on his love. He would not betray his person's love. Well, what about Marks and Spencer? When Marks and Spencer used that song in that advert, what are they trying to tell us? Well, people would say it's not Christmas without M&S. And they're right, it would be Krita. <laughs> Takes a minute. There's a few pennies dropping there. What is this advert telling us in 2023 about our culture? Well, it was summed up right at the end with this. I don't know if you caught it. Do only what you love. This Christmas, do only what you love. Or you do you. If you don't want to play board games, then throw them up in the air. If you don't want to build a gingerbread house, then burn it to the ground. If you don't want to play charades, then do some funny dancing. If you don't want Elf on the Shelf, hit it away. And if you don't want your golden crowns, then turn them into glitter. This Christmas, do only what you love. This Christmas, you do you. You see, Marks and Spencers, they've spent millions on marketing, and they've come to the, the conclusion that the highest goal, the top priority, the most valuable thing for us to do this Christmas is to only do the things that we love to do. Now, that sounds both amazing and agonizing at the same time. What do I mean? Well, on the one hand, imagine waking up on Christmas morning and you could do only the things that you love to do. You could get up when you wanted to. You could have whatever you wanted to eat. You could watch whatever you want on TV. You could see whoever you wanted to see. You could go to bed whenever you wanted to go and you could have your presents whenever you wanted them. It sounds amazing, doesn't it? No? Well, actually, I want to argue it's actually agonizing and here's why. Firstly, when you only do what you love, it's not practical. Now think about it. I've got five people in my house. If we're all doing the thing that we love, we're going to be bumping into one another. We're going to be getting frustrated that one wants to open a presence then, one then, one wants to wake up then, one wants to go to bed then, one wants this to eat, one wants that to eat, one wants to see them, one wants to say, <gasps> it's just not practical, is it? Secondly, when you only do what you, want to, what you love... It's often polarizing. You see, what Marks and Spencers are trying to get us to do, they're trying to get us to imagine that we're like glitter. That right at the end, you saw it, that we're all beautiful 
individual pieces that are swirling around one another. We dazzle, we look pretty, but there's no connection between us. We might as well stay in our room, open the presents we bought ourselves, order our food on the apps, and watch whatever we want on the streaming services. So, do only what you love. It's not practical. It's often polarizing. And thirdly, it's very problematic. The psychologist Jordan Peterson, he repeatedly says that study after study shows there's no difference between thinking about yourself and being miserable. If you're miserable, it's because you're thinking about yourself. So you do you, according to the experts, is one of the reasons we're miserable. But actually, what we're finding now, and we'll see it today, and we've seen it the last couple of weeks and months, and we'll go on to see it, this you-do-you culture, it's causing great problems in our society. And I think there's a hunger now for spiritual conversations, because people are seeing through this. You-do-you has led to uh, loneliness, depression, confusion. This thing that sounds amazing, when we actually drill down, we see it's not practical, it's polarizing, and it's very problematic. It's not amazing. Instead, it's agonizing. There must be something better than you do you. Well, this time you were reminded of the nativity scene, aren't we? Should come on the screen. What do we have in the nativity scene? We have angels and shepherds. We have heaven and earth. We have rich and poor, we have Jew and Gentile, we have the educated and the uneducated. We have everybody coming together and centering their lives on this one baby, the baby Jesus. That is the reason for our existence, to center our lives on him. He is the one who brings people together. Just look around you today. We are filled with different types of people. Because Jesus builds strong, thick community. We are not pieces of glitter. This Jesus, he says, lift your eyes off yourself and put them on me. This Jesus who brings hope to the hopeless. This Jesus who brings clarity to the confused. This Jesus who brings healing to those who are hurting. It's this Jesus who says, come to me and let me lavish my love on you. Come to me and make me your treasure. And we heard that, didn't we, in our, in our last reading about this treasure. Jesus tells a parable to provoke our imagination. A parable, in a very simple sentence, is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. He's saying he wants us to understand what it's like to follow him as the king. What's it like to be part of his kingdom? And he tells a story, boys and girls, about a man who finds some treasure in the field. And he's just so blown away with how wonderful and fantastic and amazing this treasure is that he goes away and out of joy, he sells everything he has, buys the field so he can have the treasure because it's that amazing. Or to change the analogy slightly, it's like a child who goes into the toy shop and they're told that they can have the best, most expensive, most sought-after toy in the shop, but they can't have anything else. Or 
they can have a couple of smaller presents to take away. Now, you might say, well, if you get more, get the smaller ones. But what happens is you choose the smaller ones, and as soon as you do, as soon as you leave the shop, you're disappointed because you can't help but remember that best, that amazing, that expensive toy that you said no to. And every time you play with your smaller toys, your mind's just going to that better one. And in the end, by the end of December, the toys are under the bed and you don't play with them anymore. You see, this morning, friends, I want to encourage you that Jesus is offering himself to you this morning. Jesus Christ is the most valuable, precious treasure we could ever receive. But what we often do, we often go for smaller things in this world. So we might choose the material possession, the relationship, our child's success, our health, experience, food and drink. Maybe our own selfishness because we quite like you do you. But every time we treasure the things of this world over Jesus, we're often left disappointed and frustrated. Why? Because we were made to treasure him. We were made to build our lives on Christ with him at the center, as we saw in that nativity scene. When we treasure other things, our heart's deepest longings are not met. Now, you might say, okay, Chris, that's, that's really good, but really, really, do we have to give up everything for Jesus? Well, friends, if, if that's still what we're thinking, we, we haven't understood how wonderful a treasure Jesus is. So let me try and illustrate a different way. Let's just imagine there's a, there's a couple, we'll call them Joyce, we'll call them Jim. They've been married for 30 years. They've been Christians for many years. They serve people. They, they'll do anything for anyone. But the thing is, Jim is really ill. He, he's not got long left. And in fact, their living room has now turned into a bit of a hospice. And Jim is lying there. He's got days, maybe hours to live. And Joyce is mopping his forehead. People are coming and going, often to visit, to pray. But to be honest, they're there to say their goodbyes to Jim. But there's one guy who's come, and he's angry. And he's frustrated, and he's raging. Why has this happened to Jim? He's in his late 50s. He's a good man. Why is this happening? And Joyce, how can you be so radiant? How can you be so joyful? And he rages at Joyce. He tells her this. It's so unfair. It's so unjust. And Joyce just looks at the man and she says, listen, let me tell you about Jim. Jim deserves hell. And he deserves that like I deserve it and you deserve it. But because of Jesus, in a few hours, he's going to be with God in heaven. Surely that's something to rejoice about. Friends, Jesus is the most valuable and precious treasure who you will give anything and everything up for because he is the only Savior. We heard about it in one of our readings, didn't we? When the angel comes to the shepherd, what are the words again? It says, behold or fear not. I bring you good news of great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Friends, Jesus saves us from our sin. And you might say, what is sin? Sin is anything that we love more than Jesus. 
And in fact, we're all guilty of doing opposite of what meatloaf sings about. Because we've all cheated on Jesus. We've all betrayed Jesus' love. We've all spurned Jesus' love for other lovers. And because of that, the Bible says clearly there is a judgment that each person will face. And the Bible says that is a place called hell, and that is for people who have rejected Jesus' love on this earth. And yet, friends, I don't want you to go away downhearted today because the Bible is full of good news about this Savior. This baby Jesus, he grew to be a man, a man who would live a perfect life and die a horrific death. And you know why he did it? And this is where the twist comes. He did it because me and you, or you and I, depending on which grammar you're using, we are a treasure to him. Jesus Christ would give up everything, including his life, to make us his treasure. That's why Jesus is valuable and precious more than anything else in the world, because he gives himself as a gift for us to receive. Will you give up everything and receive this Jesus this Christmas? You see, friends, can I urge you, don't take Christ out of Christmas. Because all you're left with is M&S. And M&S can't save everyone or anyone. It shouldn't be this Christmas, do only what you love. This Christmas, it should be drop everything for Christ. You see, Jesus is the only person who can keep the promise that Meatloaf sings about. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Jesus will not and will not and cannot cheat on us. Jesus will not and cannot betray us. Friends, you know from your experience about the other loves in your lives, they will often let you down, and unfortunately, some of these loves will forsake us. Jesus won't do that. You see, this cross is the guarantee that Jesus saves us and Jesus loves us. Excuse me. The cross sings that Jesus would do anything for love. So will you joyfully receive Jesus, a treasure worthy of our love this Christmas? Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that the whole of the cosmos centers on him. And Father, we are guilty of turning away from him and looking to ourselves or looking to the things of this world to love And Father, we pray that you would help us to see how valuable and wonderful a treasure Jesus is and that we would receive him and that we would delight in him and that we would live for him. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You have been listening to the podcast from Emmanuel Community Church. To find out more about us, go to emmanuelcc.co.uk